Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Hey everybody and welcome to the Are You Listening podcast where two friends sit down to talk about music for a little bit. My name is Scott. I'm here with my good friend Brand. Brand, how are you today? I'm doing all right. Although, based on this week's listening, I would have thought I was doing a podcast with my dad. <laughs> I mean, have we done the math on it? I, I might have been old enough to birth you. No, I don't think so. No, I'm 33. But, Scott. Yeah, we got eight eight years between us. <laughs> yeah. I might have. I I could have. Scott, we've already we've already talked about how it feels way too early that I lost my. Why are we talking about my virginity? Yeah, I don't know. Let's not do it. <laughs> two seconds in. Two seconds into an Aussie episode, and we're talking about my virginity. <laughs> Nope. Oh, you can go listen to the Blink-182 draft for that story. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, how is it always drafts that we end up talking about this? Because we're not as focused. Because <laughs> that's we have, what it is. We have other things to talk about around it. I don't know. There's yeah, not maybe. there's not as much structure. There is structure, though. I don't yeah. know. Oh, it's it interesting, though. I, yeah. Apparently, virginity is we talk about <laughs> drafts. We talk about virginities. That's just what we do. <laughs> it's spooky time. And we thought, what better artist to draft? during spooky time than Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, Prince of Darkness. Prince of Darkness, which after listening to his full discography, <laughs> at least solo discography over the last week, actually it was probably like two weeks. I don't know why. He, the, know the, why. well, the name Prince of Darkness was from his Black Sabbath time. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> this is not very, his discography isn't as very, it isn't really as dark as I remember. It being. His solo stuff, no, I, I yeah. remembered very clearly that it wasn't very dark. I don't. I haven't experienced every album he did with Black Sabbath. I don't think. I definitely haven't. I think there's, but that stuff is way more spooky, especially in the time that it was. Yeah, the early, early stuff. Yeah, like the. Yeah. But yeah, his solo. Oh, stuff... and the time in the world. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But the time. <laughs> The time that we're going to be running through here with these records, no, it's there's a few, there's a few kind of might be a questionably spooky, yeah. And and if you, you could do some metal gymnastics and get there, yeah, that's what I was, but they're about, as, they're about as scary as like the Universal Monsters movies were. Like, it's oh, just, I love those movies, though. yeah, but they're not scary, but they're not scary. Were they scary then, though? They might have been, 
Like, I mean, the, they, like the original Nosferatu from like the 30s. Not scary, but imagine seeing that in the 30s. But it was never put to film before. So like, yeah. and that dude does look creepy. And that I think your people are still amazed that there's pictures moving at and yeah, yeah, so. that's very yeah, very well could be. <laughs> that very well could be. They're actually talking in this movie, guys. Can you imagine that? Like that's it's wild. How and crazy then, have movies became now that you have Michael Bay and <laughs> explosions the, every ten seconds? Who's the Inception guy? The Inception guy. Who's got the Inception? I don't know. He did. I, I saw it. I don't know who did it. It's though. not Christopher Nolan, is it? No, he did the Batman stuff. I know. It's he did Inception. He did that one movie that was like the big one after theaters started opening back up after the lockdown. No, I don't know. It is Christopher Nolan. Oh, was it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So fuck you for uh, yeah. making me second guess myself. Well, I mean, you second guessed yourself without my prompting. I hundred percent did. But then <laughs> you confirmed my second guess. You're like, no, he did Batman. Yeah, he did do the Batman stuff. I the- just watched renfield for the first time last night i haven't seen it yet it's excellent i want to see it so bad it's excellent i did not anticipate it at all yeah i i was like all right i'm here for nick cage being dracula that's all i care about yeah and i loved the whole movie it looks funny those kind of movies don't seem to get made enough anymore those weird just off the wall stories oh yeah for sure I, I bet a lot of that had to do with Nick Cage, though. That dude is... He's, he's wild. He is wild, and he's also a treasure. Speaking of wild treasures, Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> John Michael Ozzy Osbourne is an English singer-songwriter and television personality. He rose to prominence during the 1970s as the lead vocalist of the heavy metal band Black Sabbath, during which period he adopted the nickname Prince of Darkness. There it is. There it is. Speaking of his TV personality, did you watch the Osbournes? Oh, God, unfortunately. No, not unfortunately. That's one of my favorite shows ever. That was a terrible time in television. I love it. it <laughs> no, that's a great time in television because it was when reality TV was being done, but before it was being manipulated to a point where it that, wasn't real yeah. anymore. I, I mean, just, like it just ruined my view of Ozzy. Oh, not me. Not me. Uh, he just looked so fragile and frail. And... You remember when he all he wanted was a Chipotle burrito? Like, do you remember when he would just run around the house talking about burritos? Sharon! And it was like the, he had a sponsorship to Chipotle. Like he just <laughs> he just discovered Chipotle and mm-hmm. he couldn't stop talking about these burritos. Yeah. And watching that show, how crazy is it to think that the one who came out the most normal might be Jack? Yeah, I would say yeah. Like, like he's doing Kelly's, that... Kelly's doing fine. He's but, doing a uh, paranormal ghost hunting TV show. Now. But it was also with his dad, right? Like that was the I whole thing. Think, I don't think so. I think it's I think he did one with Ozzy. Yeah. But I think it developed into him just going around. But I mean, he was a he was an entitled little prick on that show. Yeah. Like he, yeah, he was like he really thought that be and, and don't get me wrong. If I was Jack Osborne. I would have been the exact same. <laughs> right. Like my dad's fucking Aussie. Yeah. I'm going to be a dickhead. Yeah. But I mean, maybe him getting MS made that. Maybe he made a switch. Did he? Yeah. Jack has MS. Oh, I didn't know that. So maybe like that changes your worldview or a little bit or something. But he just seems the most normal out of them. Even though Kelly's doing fine. But Kelly was also a little older when that yeah. started. So uh, didn't she do like a talk show? Yeah, I think so. And she's on she's on like the E Fashion Police show. Oh Lord. 
Man, I had such a crush on Kelly Osborne back in the day when she was dating. Did you really? Bert, when she was dating Bert. Dating Bert. Yeah. I think some of it might have had to do with her being Ozzy's daughter. Also, I don't know. Uh, don't know what that would have meant. <laughs> but... Just wanted to get in the family there. I just wanted to pop in. That's and it. There was that. There was that one daughter that refused to be on the show. Yeah, she, she didn't. She was like every once in a while. The oldest daughter. Yeah. 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 I I slightly remember her, but she seemed like normal she didn't she feed like a real the, human being she didn't feed into the whole i'm ozzy's daughter like she looked like she just came from the gap yeah and sharon just seems just batshit sometimes oh man <laughs> yeah that whole family is pretty wild i mean without sharon though ozzy's career is nowhere close to where it is nowhere not even close no he uh, he may have od'd in the 70s yeah without sharon right Right. <laughs> he right. probably did. I anyway. He probably did, but he would have died. Yeah, he wouldn't have made it. He <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have made it back around. Exactly. Man, I love the Osborne. Born December 3rd, 1948 in Marston Green and raised in Birmingham, Osborne became a founding member of Black Sabbath in 1968 and provided lead vocals from their self-titled debut album in 1970 to Never Say Die in 1978. The band was highly influential on the development of heavy metal music. Ozzy Osbourne was fired from Black Sabbath in 79 due to alcohol and drug problems. Osbourne then began a successful solo career in 1980 and has released 13 studio albums, the first seven of which have received multi-platinum certifications in the U.S. Osbourne has since reunited with Black Sabbath on several occasions, Ozzy's longevity and success have earned him the informal title Godfather of Metal. Okay. So he's the Godfather of Metal as well as being Prince of Darkness. I mean, we talk about genre a lot, yep. but if you looked at like the breakdown of metal music, yeah. there are so many branches that could trace right back to Black Sabbath. Oh, for sure. And probably based off this discography, some of Ozzy himself too. Oh yeah. And now those those genres that come off Aussie probably not as interesting to me <laughs> as the ones <laughs> that come off of Black Sabbath. Yeah, we're we're talking more around the uh maybe more five rock, figure death metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dad screaming in the den. Yeah. That's your favorite. Love it. It's my favorite vocal style. I really do love it. I love dads shouting in the in the <laughs> den at their kids. That's what that's what I'm here for. Aussie's Total album sales from his years in Black Sabbath combined with his solo work are over a hundred million sold. Also, you said with the Black Sabbath, he came back and recorded like their last record with them. Right? I think the the title was 13. Yeah. And yeah. it was like their it was their final record, and then they had a farewell tour. And then they had another farewell tour, and yeah. then another farewell tour. But if you don't put out another record, it it's always farewell. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, he was inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a member of Black Sabbath and into the UK Music Hall of Fame as a solo artist and as a member of the band. He's been honored with stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and Birmingham Walk of Stars. Yeah, you can imagine that gets a lot of foot traffic. That, that seems odd to me. At the 2014 MTV Europe Music Awards, he received the Global Icon Award. In 2015, Ozzy received the Ivor Novello Award for Lifetime Achievement from the British Academy of Songwriters, Composers, and Authors. That that seems awfully prestigious. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that seems like a big one. It's that long. 
Yeah, yeah, right. The longer the title, the more prestigious the award is. Unless it's very short, like Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, right. Yeah. You mentioned he's in the Hall of Fame for as a member of Black Sabbath, so he's not yeah. in for his solo work. Not solo, no. Do you think that happens? I don't think so. They I don't probably, think it does. They're probably like, yeah, he's in for Black Sabbath. doesn't matter. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I wish he would get in for solo stuff, but... I think it's too late. I I think we're kind of pushing it. I think it'll Although, be... I think I think if he does, it'll be after he dies. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. But also... I hate, I hate that. Let's not put this man on the stage and make him have a speech. So I guess... <laughs> right. I Who guess it that? works out. Yeah. Yeah. To not put him in, I mean, based off this discography, and not the albums themselves, but these some of these singles. Yeah. He could be in there for his solo stuff, too. He very well could. If one of these years, and I know that whole thing where every year, like, the door opens for another batch of people because that, like, time frame is up to get in the Yeah, the 25 years after their first studio recording was released. But I could definitely see... They're being like, oh, we don't have any monster acts for this one. Let's let's get Ozzy up there. And then there it is. Because it the, is all bullshit. Like, it's, yeah, all, it's all bullshit. No, it, it matter. is. It is. You're right. The only problem with that is we are now in the age of the late 90s mm-hmm. as far as getting into. And there's a lot that came out at that time that is kind of pushing the older acts out as far as getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I think. Yeah, but I mean, they'll just put him in that weird side category, like they did Judas Priest, and yeah, the <laughs> yeah that that's what got me thinking about that. Like, no longer they they won't be put in as performers; they'll be put in as whatever legacy or yeah. there's, there's another word for it. I can't. Remember I it. I can't remember it. Yeah, we went over it in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame episode. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I I would like to see him in there for solo stuff. But you're right. It's not going to happen. I just don't think it'll happen. Yeah. Although more power, more credit to him for still being alive, because I remember in the past 20 years, there being 15 times, it seems like Ozzy's dying. Yeah. That that quad accident was one of the worst ones. Like everybody was like, he's done. He he, his neck snapped like he was. I thought I thought he was done. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was performed for 15 more years. Yeah. Fucking crazy. (laughs) Fucking crazy. Just full of pills. Just yeah, completely <laughs> doped up. Yeah, I didn't Bounced hear. By down. the way, it also says he has five kids. Really? I only I only knew of the three. I know I, the three. I knew Kelly, Jack, and Amy was the other one. Oh, Amy was her name, and Amy is the eldest. So there's yeah two other ones somewhere. that are older than Jack and Kelly. I don't know. I don't have information. It just says five. Hmm. Weird. Interesting. What if they're new? What if they're just new kids? They're now? like babies born like three three months ago like jack's kids are older than his new kids <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> meet your aunt yeah. so are we ready to get into this thing yeah i guess You're, we are would you exhaust all your notes yes that was it just some quick ones because everybody knows the controversies everybody knows everybody knows the biting of the heads everybody yeah. knows the snorting of the ants we all, all know everybody that. knows the didn't he bite a rat's head off in a meeting too like it, i don't know probably <laughs> like we we all know it yeah. we don't need to get into that stuff let's let's stick to the music all right we'll get to the music then we played rock oh, paper God. scissors prior to the show yeah. your boys on a streak i'm winning left you, and right you have won like <laughs> 7 of the last 10 yeah, that's because I complained hard enough that the universe decided they were uh, done hearing it. I need to start complaining then because I can't 
I can't handle this anymore. Yeah, no, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. So for the Ozzy Osbourne draft. Ozzy Osbourne draft. On the Are You Listening podcast. On the Are You, you Listening like us, podcast. How do you like me plugging our podcast in the middle of it? I love it. Let's let's do it more often. The first pick, and it's not a hot take. I do have some hot takes. This one's not a hot take. I think this would be most people's first pick. It's Blizzard of Oz. Yeah, I have to my take first, Blizzard yeah. of Oz. Yeah. The record itself is kind of unreal. Yeah, it's it is just so good. The very first track of your very first solo record being a hit as big as I as, don't as, know and as yeah. good as I don't know oh is insane. Gosh. And yeah. then followed up by one of the best and most overplayed rock songs of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like back, we're going to, we're going to run those back to back. That's what we're going to yeah. do. I don't know. Then crazy train. Yeah. In crazy train out of the overplayedness of it is still a phenomenal song. That's an unreal song. Yeah. It makes sense why it's played so much, but it does suck that it's played so much. Yeah. I wish it wasn't played as much. Goodbye to romance is incredible. Did, did this whole record. Honestly, yeah, for real. It could function as the greatest hits. It really could. Yeah, Mr. Crowley's insane. It's an one incredible of my album. Absolute favorite Ozzy songs. Mr. Crowley, Mr. Crowley, love it. Mr. Crowley. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, yeah, no, love it's, it. It's it's a phenomenal album. I'm not going to be able to put into words what I'm sure hundreds of metal journalists have done for decades, but the hype around it is real because it's it is that good like it's yeah. it's that good i mean there's a reason the hype is around it <laughs> yeah like it's first off he's coming out of being in black sabbath being fired from fired the- from black sabbath and then coming out with blizzard of oz what a friggin' statement like yeah oh you're gonna fire me i'm gonna put out one of the best metal records ever yeah so, if if it flops- enjoy if it flops, it's kind of like, oh yeah, he was, he it was just Black Sabbath, but yeah, no, it's but no, that good, and it's holy shit good. Yeah, and Randy Rhodes, killing it. Yeah, Randy killing Rhodes. It. Randy Rhodes knew how to play guitar. Yeah, he did. He definitely yeah. knew how to play guitar. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, I love this record. I have definitely listened to it before, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. Ozzy doesn't have a lot of spots in rotation. Sure. But I don't I don't own any Aussie records either. And this is one I would 100% pick up. At some I haven't. Point. I would pick it up at some point. And yeah. probably, it would be in the rotation then because it's fucking excellent. Yeah, it's so and good. It, it kind of gets to the point. 39 minutes. Yeah, like real quick. Done. It, but that's also how long all records used to be. Yep. There was nine tracks, 39 minutes. That was pretty right there. And that was pretty it. And yeah. now you have two and a half hour records. What do we do? Oh, man. Guys, what are yeah. we doing around here? Come Too on. much. Doing too much. Actually, some of the new stuff that's been coming out, I've noticed uh, like ten tracks maximum. I've been I've been pretty happy with. I'll take that, but I don't know. I'm also it's such a toss up for me because I used to love long records. Yeah, because I wasn't listening to full tracks. Right, <laughs> because <laughs> you're like one minute done. Yeah, Next. <laughs> so like give me give me thirty tracks because I'll listen to a minute of each, and right. that's thirty minutes. But that's it. Like especially in like hip hop where. I wanted more tracks, but then Griselda really turned me around on that by giving me EPs left and right. And I was like, oh, no, yeah. that, that's enough. I'll just listen to it three or four times. Like, that's enough. <laughs> right. 
And then here we are now where we have what's what's that record game put out last year? Oh, dramatic or something, something like that. Yeah, no, Draluminati, maybe. I don't remember. And it was like 34 tracks an hour. And it was way too long and it was garbage. And then it it makes me wonder, like, if you put that many tracks on a record, you're going to get more sales because everybody's going to listen to each track. So you're going to have technically have more plays. It's such a weird thing, man. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't know. Blizzard of Oz. Blizzard of Oz, (laughs) number one pick. What's your next pick? Uh, No, what's your first pick? My first pick is going to be the first new Ozzy CD I picked up. Which was? Osmosis. Okay. I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, it was. it's kind of a hot take. Blizzard of Oz was going to be my first I was hoping for, and then I was going to come in but with this Osmosis one. But Osmosis is your two. But Osmosis is my two. Yeah. I I love opening it up with Perry Mason. It's a fun kind of dark, you know, salute to mystery crime television. I Just Want You is great. It like, I think I might have used that in one of Emily's anniversary CDs. Okay. I Just Want You feels like a new page in Ozzy's songwriting book. Like, it yeah. feels like he took a turn and wrote a song in a different way, and it works. This whole record, to me, feels like that. Okay. I don't want to say it's softer and slower, because he definitely has those songs throughout his discography. But as a whole, this one seems more cohesive, where the heavier, darker blends in a little bit nicer with the softer, mellower stuff. Okay. And then Zach Wilde's guitar playing on this record is phenomenal. Man. When when it, when it you go from Randy Rhodes to Zach Wilde... Yeah. I mean, the let's just look like the band Ozzy Osbourne has had two of the greatest guitarists of all time. Yeah. Oh, for like, sure. It's insane how good Randy Rhodes and Zach Wilde are. Like, yeah. it's, it's insane. I, and I love zach wilde's guitar playing i know I you love do it. randy rhodes to me there were so many people doing like trying to imitate him mm-hmm. that i i never I, I didn't realize it for years like i knew randy rhodes was good but there were so many other people imitating him that it didn't feel different to me it was like oh, right man, you know he's just he's just he's doing what they're doing but just better yeah but like he was wilde the one who me, was doing it yeah yeah but zach wilde to me blew my mind because there wasn't i mean yes he was also kind of imitating randy rose but he had his own he style was, with yeah. it yeah and it feels a little crunchier it feels a little harder at times i yeah. i love it i love zach wild's guitar work yeah the ghost behind my eyes gets stuck in my head and oh, it's I'll, great that's a great i track. start singing it like when i wake up in the morning or something like that i had never heard this this album before. you haven't no the, oh, o- the only albums by ozzy that i had listened to were his first three. Oh, okay and then those are kind of like the quintessential early yeah, Ozzy solo stuff, yeah. And I listened to him years ago. I haven't listened to like a full Ozzy record in many years. Right. And then maybe one later. I don't think it was Osmosis, though. Mm. But it was, I don't know. It might have been Osmosis. I, I had a, an Ozzy shirt that I don't even remember ever getting, but it was... When did Osmosis come out? Is that like 2000? 95. Okay, that wasn't it then. What, what yeah. was the 2000 record? Down to Earth, I guess? Da- Down to Earth was 2001, yeah. It was probably the down to earth. It was probably a down to earth shirt then. So that does that's not necessary for this album. <laughs> we'll talk about, about that later, maybe. Uh, but this one has my little man. Yeah. And that is one that like hits different now. Oh, yeah. As and, opposed and that's to, a great song. Yeah. As great opposed to 28 years ago, it hits different for me now. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I love it. I love old LA tonight. My Jekyll doesn't hide, man. Just this, this record is just back to back phenomenal songs. I remember picking it up on CD. It was probably around 95, 96. <laughs> it was right around, it was right around when it came out. And, um, man, did I love it. And I tricked my mom into letting me buy it. But now, now you think like tricked her into letting her buy it. But if she listened to it, it'd be like, oh, she'd be like, yeah, I mean, his fuck? his voice is kind of weird, but it's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it is weird that he had that that aura about him and then listened to, I don't know, let's call it, all these records. Yeah, and it's, just, it's yeah. just like, really? And I think that might have been what drove me away from Ozzy for a bit, because mm-hmm. you're so influenced by the people around you and people oh, yeah. saying that, like, Ozzy isn't tough. And he isn't. Like, this no. isn't scary, tough music. No. But it's still great. But it's still great. And like it's tinged with some like you can see a shadow on some of it at least like yeah I mean each, each record has like kind of like you can get into mm-hmm. subject matter like Mr Crowley yeah uh from Blizzard of Oz and My Jekyll Doesn't Hide from Osmosis like there's there's some subject in there that might be a little darker and fantastical but overall man he's just. There's a whole lot of love songs going on. Yeah, Ozzy there's a, solo record. There's a lot of ballads. Yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a ballad guy. I'm here he, for it, and he kind of overdoes it for me sometimes. Uh, I don't know. Osmosis is a is a it's a lot of ballad, Ozzy. Yeah, he's coming and... off of arguably his biggest ballad record. Yeah, <laughs> and it's he's ballad like, you Ozzy, know what? Let's do it up. Yeah, ballad Ozzy is still very present for Osmosis. It's like softer Aussie with harder stuff mixed in, but I prefer yeah. the inverse. Like I prefer when it's yeah. harder Aussie with some softer stuff mixed in. Right. So that's why Osmosis wasn't in my echelon of top picks. You could have got this later. I I know, but I had to go with your heart. My heart. Yeah. Personal. This is one where I noticed it's really interesting hearing Aussie behind the times and then in front of the times in the same record. Like there's some things, some sounds he's doing mm-hmm. that are very just antiquated already on this record sure like he's chasing trends and there's other stuff that you hear like wow that it, that was not really happening in 95 yeah there's a lot of the um like vocal the the mixing of the vocals kind of were like thunder underground he has this uh like texturing on his vocals that was really crazy yeah um that i i thought was pretty amazing for 95 at least i think zach wild helped him stay relevant to metal music also probably like with you just have a you just have a standard guitarist in there that's not like doing what zach wild does and it's just kind of like oh yeah ozzy put out a rock record right <laughs> right but that but zach wild makes it a metal record essentially yeah he's he's a fantastic guitarist i said about the opener by the way i didn't want to interrupt you talking about the opener yeah the opener sounds tougher than the whole last record yeah but it's about a late it's about a late 50s black and white courtroom drama like i love it i love it doing ozzy i love it ozzy was sitting at home in between a tour watching Watching. perry mason yes he's like well i guess i gotta i guess i gotta in 95 he was watching it on he just picked up the perry mason anthology on dvd yes (laughs) he's running through the whole thing he's like well sharon i found the opener to the next (laughs) and sharon probably just like waved him on like all right ozzy yep I love it though. I love it. Good. Do you own yeah. that one on vinyl? No, it's so expensive. Is it? Yeah. 
95. It feels like it'd still be printing a lot of good vinyl on 95. Not that one. I looked it up on Discogs as we were going through it this week, and I think it was like 170 or something like that. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I'm not I'm not in that uh I'm I'm not there with picking up this record. I want to, Good. but man, yeah, that's that's a bit much. All right, so I guess it's on to my second pick. Yeah, your second pick. I'm glad you went off of what is considered his greatest records for your first pick. Like what yeah, is universally considered. Yeah. Because now I feel okay doing the same thing. No, there we go. Because there was a point of me where I was gonna be like, I got I just I gotta get these. I gotta take these. Yeah. And this one, you don't hear it talked about in that group, but I would throw it in there. This is my second favorite Aussie record. Okay. It is the ultimate sin. Uh, I had a feeling. Because <laughs> that's well, a that's a rocker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's what did it for me. The title track is absolutely deserving of being the title track. When mm-hmm. that happens, it makes me very happy. Like, because in my head, you wrote the song first. Yeah. And you thought that song was so strong that you named the record that. So that song better be fucking good. Right. Side A is incredibly strong. Thank God for the bomb is crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> it's a crazy song. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Killer of Giants is excellent. It's a really great album cover to cover. It might not mm-hmm. have those highs that your Blizzard of Oz's have. Yeah. None of Ozzy's other records have the highs that not Blizzard really. of Oz has. No. And that's not saying they're bad. That album is just so packed. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like they just stopped trying to fight the 80s metal sound and just went headfirst into it on this one. Like, Mm -hmm. it really it really feels like there was a moment where they were in the studio and they were like, we can't do that. It sounds like the 80s shit. We're trying to be like metal. We can't be doing 80. And they were like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah, do it. And I'm into that. Yeah. you Great sound on that. Great sound on that. Shot in the Dark arguably could be the big track from this album. It is. Shot in the Dark is phenomenal. It's it's a great album. It's just a shot in the dark. I will be saying, I won't be saying that for every album I choose, probably. Yeah, right. <laughs> that it's a great album, but this is a great album. Ultimate Sin, album. I never heard it. So it even, so I, I don't know if I, I probably heard Shot in the Dark. Yeah. But I don't know if I've ever heard any of these other songs before. Okay. So it was kind of like, wow, this is. This is great. Also, don't know who Jake E. Lee is on guitar. Don't know who that is. Killed no it. idea. Doesn't matter. But does a great job. Yeah. This the Ultimate Sin after Blizzard of Oz, because obviously that's a must have. Ultimate Sin would be the album I want most on. Okay. Because I, I would it. spin the hell out of this. Thing. I have the I have the first four. And then you the fifth one, you're like, eh, all right, don't need it. Well, maybe, <laughs> we'll, maybe we'll, get, we'll get to that one. <laughs> we'll get there. But Ultimate Sin, it felt it and this one did feel a little meaner and eviler if you had to put yeah. some evil on it yeah but oz it's weird because how much ozzy's music isn't evil but he dresses evil he tries so, it's like he tries but like he wears a couple dyed doilies and knocks it's like it out a, of the park a storefront like he, he's got <laughs> he's got the window dressing of evil but then yeah you go you, in you walk and in a, and you're getting some chamomile store. tea yes. and- <laughs> it's like you walk into a spencer's gifts and it's a walmart right it, and it's a flower shop <laughs> even spencer's gifts i mean man that's tough that, that that's my, spencer's gifts might be tougher than ozzy <laughs> some of their <laughs> stuff is quite questionable yeah but ultimate sin i i love the record it surprised the shit out of me yeah. and it's my second highest highest rated 
Ozzy. Ozzy. All right. So I got the first two that I wanted off the bat. So let's hope it continues this way. I have a feeling it will because I think we 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 have two different. Yeah, we we have two different different opinions on this kind of rock music. Yeah, I think we do. (laughs) I think we do. So, Scott, what is your second thing? Oh, I feel like I'm doing things wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're taking Uh, patient number nine then. Got it. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm between like three records and I just don't know what order to pick them in. Go with the heart, Scott. You got to go with your heart. What one do you want most? No more tears. Okay. Yeah, we're definitely on two different sides of this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't help it. I we just talked about it when I picked osmosis. I love Ballad Ozzy. And No More Tears is No the More Tears record. is the ballad record. I don't know. Like I before this week, I wasn't I, I wasn't huge on this record. It had some songs that I really liked, but man, as I went through it, I really, really enjoyed it. Minus one song. Ooh, which song? I Bobby Stomp? I can't stand it. <laughs> I feel, I feel like he knows how he walks, so he made a song about it. Yeah, I I have about this record that this is the first one where it feels like some of these songs are wearing out their welcome. Yeah, Zombie Stomp is cringe. Zombie Stomp is the biggest example of that. I think that's his biggest sin as <laughs> Ozzy. You think Zombie Stomp is his ultimate sin? No, no, not quite ultimate because that was a fucking good record and <laughs> yeah, a great was. song. But Zombie Stomp oh, is just so, so bad. But... Once I started skipping it, (laughs) this record is just so good. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mr. Tinker Train is kind of questionable, quite questionable. But I mean, it's 1991, man. And you take it as storytelling and the entertainment factor. uh, It's fucking creepy. Mm -hmm. Like, it's scary. But Mama, I'm Coming Home. Friggin' classic. Yeah. No More Tears is a banger. Both of those are in the upper tier of Aussie track. 100%. Like they are incredible songs. Yeah. And then Hellraiser, was that on like a soundtrack to a Hellraiser movie? Cuz if know. it wasn't, it deserves it. 91 so Hellraiser good. 2 maybe? I don't know. I don't know, but it should have been. It's so good. And then I really love Time After Time cuz I thought I might be getting an early Aussie cover song <laughs> and you were not <laughs> and i didn't and yeah. i loved it do you know uh lemmy has a writing credit for hellraiser does he really he's he's he has a writing credit for like six of these tracks oh that's fantastic and zach wild contributed to songwriting for this record oh that just makes me feel better about this record yeah yeah no there's there's powerful uh powerful men at work to, yeah to, yeah to, this to is a, put this album together this is a big record yeah i, I love it i i think it's i think it's really good i have yeah. it I have it like two two records above Osmosis on where I would choose. So okay. I, think it's, I think it's a great record. The first couple of tracks, I think they repeat the chorus one too many times. They're like, yeah, they do go on a little bit longer. Just cut that chorus off one time, and it's a better song to me. <laughs> right. Uh, I said that this feels like Ozzy slipping into his ballad phase, which very true. Yeah, very, very true. true. Yeah. But not just like the sound, also the songwriting. Like he's writing the songs to be ballads. He's not writing yeah. metal songs that are turning into ballads. He's right. writing ballads. Yeah. Yeah. We already said Mom, I'm coming home. No more tears. Both great. Yeah. Hellraiser's amazing. Yeah. Yep. Zombie Stomp. We touched on that. 
<laughs> I, I said, wow, it's not a great song, but I do kind of like it. Yeah, I liked it the first like three times. And I was like, oh man, I just thought about him walking across the stage. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know he's, like, he's doing it, he's doing it while the song's on. Yeah, exactly. And I was just like, oh man. But I don't want to change the world is a great song too. I, I didn't want to skip over that. I love that song. I think the whole album kind of feels like a classic rock radio station. Like <laughs> because it switches up between ballads, a little bit of a harder song back to a ballad, a yeah. little harder back to the ballad. Right. And that's fine. It's good, but it's just a little too much of it. It's just gotcha. a little too much of the classic rock radio station situation. Yeah. But it's a good album that I would have taken if you would have if you would have taken a couple of mine, I would have got it. So Yeah. So we'll I see. mean, we'll see you kind of threw me off with Blizzard of Oz, even though I know you getting the first pick were gonna Needed was it. gonna pick that. Needed. So even if it wasn't as, even if I didn't think it was as good as it is, I would have had to be picked it for those. Tracks. I had to. Yeah. That's what I'm struggling because there's some other records on here that, like, I feel like the majority of people who listen to metal and Ozzy are gonna be yelling while listening to this episode if they listen. Yeah. Well, you're not picking this. You're not picking. This. Dude, it's it's personal. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why Osmosis was my first pick. Yeah, well, let's get into one of those situations right now. Okay. Because what I'm going to pick with what's left on the board. I'm kind of worried because there's one in here that I really want to. It's, it is it is not going to be one that people are, that put it this way, people are going to be upset that I didn't take yeah. what is left on the board. Because for my third pick, I'm taking No Rest for the Wicked. Okay. I fucking love this record. Do you? I love this record. I I was like, it just didn't hit me. I acknowledge that, yes, even on Wikipedia, it is called genre heavy metal, pop metal. Oh, I don't even acknowledge that. I didn't that. see that. It, first of all, it's the recording debut of Zach Wild. It sure is. Yeah. It was after, I guess, Zach Wild sent Ozzy a demo tape, and Ozzy was like, yeah. And then, oh, is that what happened? Yeah. I didn't know that's how that came about. Yeah, they fired because I guess Jakey Lee got fired in 87 and then a demo tape showed up from Wild and he had an audition and there it was like, here we go. Wow. Okay. Zach Wild. I think this record, not only do I love Zach Wild's guitar playing, but he makes this feel heavier and more legitimate mm-hmm. than the last couple of records. Like the last couple of records are de- definitely feel like they're leaning more in a rock direction. Yeah. Whereas Zach Wild comes in and that guitar playing immediately makes it feel heavier it makes it feel more imposing not evil sure. not yeah. evil still no. not evil ozzy yeah. still not doing it prince of darkness maybe not and it's almost like ozzy gets reinvigorated like you can hear his vocals in the last couple kind of going a certain way and then in this one he sounds like he has a little more energy mm-hmm. maybe it's a songwriting no idea yeah. but a little more energy devil daughter holy war is great i yeah. love that track uh, we need to talk about Crazy Babies. <laughs> <laughs> I like Crazy Babies. What is that track? I have no idea, but that is the one off this record that I actually enjoyed a lot. I like it, but it needs talked about. Crazy That's... Babies. Yeah, It's I'm a running weird, wild. weird, weird track. Yeah, it is. Weird track. There is more mention of evil things on this record yes. than most Aussie records. Yes, there's definitely at least touching on some evil things <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah. The album lose, does lose some steam near the end, and it's a bit longer than needed, but it's yeah. a very good record. 
why is John Lennon credited with a writing on Hero? Is he? He was on Amazon Music. He is not on Wikipedia that I'm looking right now. Do you think that was a mistake on Amazon Music because Ozzy later covers a song by he does John Lennon? Do you think maybe yeah. that's it? And they were just like, oh, Hero, and then maybe it was a mix up somewhere. It could have been. Okay. It could, it could have been a mix up. I d- yeah, I didn't because John look Lennon's at the... absolutely dead. Yeah, one hundred percent. Absolutely, he's dead. Ninety-one. Absolutely dead. Not ninety-one. Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Yeah, he's still um, dead. Yeah, he's. You're right. He's still. still he's dead. still dead in eighty-eight. <laughs> um, I don't know why that would have been. Okay, I'm guessing it was a technological error because he's not credited on the Wikipedia I'm looking at now. So okay, yeah, but we'll just say it was Amazon weird when I wrong. saw it. I saw it. I was like, what? Yeah, that's weird. What? But no, I love the record. I want to. I want to own this one too. I. I like this record a lot, and some of that has to do with Zach Wild. Without, no, I'm doubt. sure it does. Yeah. By the way, it has a one out of five stars from Rolling Stone. Wow, really? Rolling Stone hated this record apparently. Wow. So you said Cr- Crazy Babies is one of the only ones you like off this. You don't really like this record. I, I, you could have picked this last probably. Okay. I wouldn't have fought you. I went my heart. I needed it though. Yeah. Hey, that's what we do. And it was my first time hearing it. I don't think I heard any of these songs. Oh, before. really? Yeah, I never heard. Wow. It. I, it might I be, thought it was excellent. It might have to do with, like, so I bought a two-disc Ozzy Osbourne greatest hits record, or CD, Okay, right after Osmosis. And I remember a lot of these songs. And you were like, what? Greatest? What? <laughs> well, no, <laughs> listening through the discography this week, Crazy Babies was on that greatest hits. Okay. It, the greatest hits also included uh, Black Sabbath songs too. So, okay, um, yeah. all these earlier songs, like I had reactions to because they were on the greatest hits record, and I was like, "Oh man, I remember this track. It's so fucking good." Okay, yeah, I, I, this record, not only for Zach Wild, like I don't get me wrong, I was excited. Big. Like, for, first yeah. of all, when it started out, I didn't know exactly when Zach Wild joined. I, I didn't know either when it started out and I, I could tell I was like, oh, OK, all right. Well, and Zach's sh- here. And I'm sure that opened me up a little bit to it, too. Yeah, right. But I, I loved it. I can't wait to get that. I will get I'm going to get at least my first three on vinyl at some point. But let's make it sooner rather than later, because if you recall, I set out this year to collect more rock and metal. You sure did. And I don't know if I've been doing it. <laughs> I've definitely been like trying. Yeah, but. I don't think I've been doing what I want to do. So maybe I order those. You need to get on it like now. I do. I know. The know. the end of the year is coming soon, my friend. Yeah. 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 It is. It's coming yeah. quick. Yeah. So Scott, yeah. what's your next pick? Well, we're we're off the rails. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with ordinary man. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see that coming at all. I enjoyed the hell out of this record. I mean, it's 2020. Mm-hmm. It's a fucked up year. Yeah. Not quite when this came out. I didn't listen to it when it came out because it came out in February. I was like, oh man, a new Ozzy song, <laughs> a new Ozzy record. What are we doing? And this was kind of before my big post Malone dive. Yeah. But man, the post Malone feature on this record <laughs> is awesome. <laughs> It's a raid is the name of that song. It's kind of the closer to the record, unless you count Post Malone's song that Ozzy featured on that they tagged on at the end of this record. Yeah. But I loved it. 
Doesn't it feel like there's an attempt to sound evil in these later records? I was just going to say, it sounded like he's trying to be Prince of Darkness. Yeah. Now, and I'm kind of here for it. See, I have written down about that exact thing is this feels like half good songs. Yeah. And half just generic Aussie average novelty songs. But that's kind of like what we're here for. And but the novelty is what the evil is. Like yeah. They're injecting that novelty. Like, hey, it's Aussie. Yeah. Like there's like a guy out front with a big sign, like trying to get you, you into the door. Like, it's right. Aussie. It's Aussie. <laughs> yeah. But I I feel like in this one, he had, he attempted to be a little harder. Yeah. Uh, than the previous records. I mean, he's got Slash on guitar. He's got Tom Morello on guitar. Oh, there's Tar- crazy features on this. The crazy features one. everybody not on this one on ordinary man chad smith duff mckeegan slash post malone Tom oh shit Rowe, i missed those. john they're i was all just gonna this. say the elton john feature yeah is fucking fantastic could you imagine telling somebody in 1978 ozzy <laughs> that, that ozzy and elton, elton john, john are gonna together yeah i loved it first of all both 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 performers fans would be against it 100 <laughs> percent and 100 percent. and then like who would that be for at that point like not imagine, at that point nobody both of them i'm trying to think do you their their peaks of careers are kind of close right like they were probably they, both of their peaks very close to each other i would imagine Maybe so El- it's, it's hard might be coming towards the end of his peak yeah ozzy would have been uh, he would have been late black sabbath in 78 yeah so it could technically be up it, there yeah just imagine, just imagine if that happened then. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine an Elton John show with Ozzy opening. I'm also trying to imagine this <laughs> happening. This the track with them together happening when you still had to go to the studio with the people. How great would that be though in two thousand like in 2020? So let's yeah. say this was recorded in 2019. Mm-hmm. You have a recording studio with Ozzy and Elton John. Yeah, but you know for a fact, oh. Ozzy's not even at the studio. They right, both but have I'm, home studios. But in my head, it's happening. <laughs> and it's like so as cool. as Elton John's like tickling the ivories and singing, you're you're yes. in the you're in the engineer room looking at him, like just giving him a thumbs up. Like you're just like I I just see Ozzy behind Ozzy's the just console going <laughs> <laughs> like wild-eyed and clapping along. Ugh. Ozzy and Elton is the the Dude, duo we need on tour together. For real. Give me a full Ozzy Elton record. I mean, yeah. And then let's go record because we don't need Ozzy out on the road anymore. No, he he really. can't do it. We know yeah. he can. He knows he can't. But get give me that whole record. Give me give me Ordinary Man for 10 tracks. Ozzy Elton. Um and dude. This was it it surprised me because I <laughs> There's a point in Ozzy's discography where I stopped. Okay. And actually it was Osmosis. Okay. Was where I stopped. So one, two, three, four, five, six of these records I listened to for the first time this week. Yeah. I mean, I listened to the rest, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I only knew two or three. And yeah. even those, I probably didn't listen to the whole thing. Yeah. But this one just surprised me i was so excited and then uh having post malone's producer do this whole record Mm kind of gave it a little bit of life 
uh, felt a little newer, like felt newer. Pressure. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I don't know. I I loved Scary Little Green Men. I thought that was hilarious. Okay. I, it probably wasn't supposed to be, but I just laughed along to listening to it. That's those. No, that's the novelty. Like yeah. it's like okay, Ozzy. All right. I just man, I just felt. I smiled while listening to this record. Okay. I felt good about listening to this record. Okay. This is one if if I find it on vinyl, I'm picking it up. Oh, I'm sure it's out there. Probably at Walmart, but Pro- dude, I'm for it. <laughs> this I'm gonna, go, um, I'm gonna go hit up Wally World right now. I have on Ordinary Man. The opener's great, and they usually are. The, you're gonna yeah. be you're gonna be hard pressed to find an Aussie record that doesn't he knows he knows what what songs can open a record. Yes. Without a doubt. Yeah, for sure. And like the who's who of appearances, Chad Smith, Duff McKeegan Slash, Post Malone, Tom Morello, Elton John. It's crazy. Yeah. But in 2020, also what I think he needs. For real. He needed that needs backup. He needs yeah. backup on these records. Yeah. And fresh blood. Yeah. Yeah. Under the Graveyard, I think, is great. That might be my favorite track off the Oh, yeah. That was a good one, too. Under the Graveyard is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that one. Um, I don't mind this novelty, but it bums me out because it's so obvious. Like you said, with the Green Men, it's such a yeah. novelty song. It's like, oh, okay. All I right. know. I, it's still and a good I, song. They're still okay. I felt but... that way the first time I listened to it. Yeah. When I first heard that song, I was like, oh, God, really? We're doing this? <laughs> but then as I kept listening to it, because I listened to this, I listened to Ordinary Man quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Over and over again. And as I kept listening to it, like, I just got so much more giddy about it. Like I was just like, this is so ridiculous. Ozzy's singing about aliens. Sure, let's do it. I think it's a decent album, but there's nothing in it that makes me want to revisit it. Like sure. in in the other records that I picked, it yeah. I, will, I will revisit them. I like a lot of that stuff that I will enjoy again. This yeah. one, I didn't hate my time with it, but one and done, baby, I'm good on it. Right, I get it. <laughs> I'm sure that's like the majority of people's opinion on his on on this record, and maybe even other later records. But yeah, man, I just I I don't know. I don't know what it was. It just it had me. Hey, I'm glad I'm glad you're still going with your heart. That's all we care about here. We care yeah. about going with your heart. Yep. So your fourth pick, my fourth pick. Let me see if it's what do we got here? Yep. Yep. I guess I got to just follow the uh, follow my rankings here. I'm going to take Bark at the Moon. Okay. I think it's one that people would have expected to be gone earlier. Yeah. It's considered one of those big ones. Yep. Uh, I think we're both exhibiting a very hot take by leaving one of these records on the board. (laughs) It's not going to be next. Well, good, because I still have a hot take talking about it. But <laughs> Bark at the Moon, the title track, absolute classic. It's one of my favorite Aussie songs. It's so good. The album cover of Bark at the Moon is one of the cringiest things I've ever seen. <laughs> it's rough. It's hard to look at. Yeah. I get what he was going for, but he yeah. didn't succeed. He did not succeed in it at all. No. Aussie, no. Who told you that that looked good? Yeah. I love it now. Like, I want a shirt with that on it. I sure. want the I want the the album on a shirt, but it's not it's not good. It it's not scary. Nope. It's not it's not startling. Nope. It's embarrassing, Ozzy. A little bit. Uh, production overall sounds are the most '80s out of these first three records. Like you can really hear the '80s coming out a little bit on this production. Mm-hmm. Rock and Roll Rebel and Waiting for Darkness are standouts to me. Rock and Roll Rebel just didn't do it for me. Okay. It seemed like. He was trying too hard on that one. I'm a rock and roll rebel. It just, no, you're not. Not anymore. <laughs> like I said, this feels very generic 80s metal hard rock, which I'm into. Yeah. But I did have a problem where 
when you open your career with Blizzard of Oz, everything's going to get compared yeah. to Blizzard of Oz. And that's the, I mean, that's the whole thing with his career. Yeah. Like, nothing compares to Blizzard of Oz. Yeah. And, and like, throughout and then, 13, there are throughout 12 more records. Ooh, I mean... Yeah, his first. I'm th- I'm thinking of other bands who every record will be compared to a record, but I can't think of one with the first. Like the obvious, yeah. the obvious choice I have is ACC's Back in Black, but that's not but close that's to their, not first, their first record. No, I mean, don't and, get wrong. After it, everything got yeah compared. And you to could it. say Ozzy, like I mean, it's his first solo, but he had yeah. phenomenal records with Black Sabbath. But so. it's still his first solo record. Yeah, yeah. I think I just had two. Mo- I after Blizzard of Oz. I had way too high of hopes for every other record, I think. Mm-hmm. And it took me revisiting those a couple times to realize, like, you know what? You're being a little hard on this because of Blizzard of Oz. Yeah. But Bark the Moon did enough for me, kept me there. I like it a lot. That yeah. album cover makes me laugh because it's very embarrassing. Right, so, but it's it's entertaining now. And absolutely. Like I said, yeah. I put it on a t-shirt. I want right. Yeah. So Bark at the Moon off the board. Scott. You said yeah. you're gonna take it, so take I it. am gonna diary of a madman. Yeah. The opener over the mountain, phenomenal. Flying high again has been a favorite of mine for a little while. Um, and Diary of a Madman, the title track is great. Yeah. There's some some filler in here. I do like you can't kill rock and roll, but the follow-up to Blizzard of Oz. Yeah. It's like he didn't try. <laughs> My, but what are you I- gonna do? When I started listening through the discography the first time, like while I'm going album to album, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, just chronological order. I was so disappointed by this record. Yeah. Like it, and it made me think because this is one that people talk about. This is one that mm-hmm. people say is great. These first, the first four. Yeah. Are I, I, see, wildly. Three, I've never heard, I've never heard many people talk about. Oh, I've heard um, Ultimate talk Sin. about Ultimate Sin. Yeah, I have not. Oh, okay. But I'm glad I did because maybe then the the expectation would have been too high. But yeah, probably. Diary Madman really let me down where it was low in my ratings. It was yeah. like, I mean, whew, like some records that people would be concerned about my well-being if I picked them before I picked this one. Well, I mean, look at our draft so far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but revisiting Diary of a Madman, I was absolutely being too harsh on its own. Yeah. When you're not comparing it to Blizzard of Oz. That's the thing. Yeah. I had to mix up because like you, I went chronological yeah. through the first couple run throughs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just doesn't hit because it's right after Blizzard of Oz. Blizzard. And it just it feels and it's not a bad album. No. Just I, I really love it opening with Over the Mountain. I love that song. Over the Mountain is great. It's a great yeah. song. I think uh, S-A-T-O is good. That's a good mm-hmm. track. Yeah. The title track, real good. Yeah. There's just not those huge hits that they had on the first that he had on the first yep. record. Agreed. And then that makes the whole record feel less than. Yeah. Because it'd be different if you had one or two hits. You had five hits on that first record. On the first record, yeah. And so then when, when you're not really delivering two or three, it's kind of like, what are we doing, Ozzy? Yeah. And even Bark at the Moon had mm-hmm. bigger hits than uh, Diary of a Madman. Yeah. At least Bark at the Moon itself yeah. is a gigantic hit. Yeah. And yeah, Diary of a Madman just doesn't have those hits. But when you listen to it on its on its own by it's itself, good. it's it's good. It's Especially really good. if I'm not comparing it to his opener, but if I compare it to these later records that 
oh yeah play do much for me right it's excellent yeah it is it's it's good yeah so i'm sure that there's a lot of big aussie fans listening to this that are excited diver madman went eighth overall (laughs) i think i probably made quite a few people mad with my picks osmosis feels crazy even to me i know but i'm so happy you did it Uh, because now we have metallica fans mad at me (laughs) Aussie fans mad at you. Love it. Take it. So for my final pick, I guess, right? Oof, yeah. Final pick. I gotta. Oh, okay. That's gone. Oh boy. I have a feeling that's gone. I don't think you do, Scott. I think I do. I don't think you do. Uh, Because I, this is one record that you kind of gave away what you feel about it. That's why I knew you were gonna pick it now. Because yeah. I, I was going to say, I know you're going to pick it. Yeah, I think so. I think it's where yeah. I got to go. And it seems. It's wild. It's a wild pick. Yeah, it seems like I'm going to get. And maybe the Aussie fans are going to turn back. On I was going to say, they're going to hate you now. Uh, yeah. My final pick, I'm taking undercover. I knew it. I got, I got to take undercover. The covers record. Oh, oh Here, my God. I knew you didn't like it. Because you had said <laughs> something to me this week, just like yeah. in passing. Like, man, some of these covers aren't hitting. Yeah, listeners, we we discuss things throughout the week, and usually we keep it away from yeah. the subject of what we're talking about for the show. This week, I couldn't help it because when I listened to this undercover record, <laughs> I think I texted you, what the fuck is Ozzy doing with this? Yeah, and I didn't respond. You, no, you didn't. And then that's when I knew <laughs> I you're it. picking it last. <laughs> you I loved it. it. Yeah, I knew it. It, it would have come if, I mean, if you didn't take Dire of a Madman or No More Sins, one of those would have been next. Sure. But because those are off the board, this is my next stop. Yeah. And I do love this. I, I love this. Had a feeling. <laughs> it's Ozzy doing covers of classic banger tracks, like tracks that we know mostly. But I, man, way, I didn't know all of them. I didn't know all these tracks. Yeah. I did not. It felt weird. Here's the thing even in the songs that I know, even in the songs like Mississippi Queen or, I mean, even Rocky Mountain Way, like I visualize. I did like, I did like Rocky Mountain Way, I but I'm, like I'm visualizing how Ozzy's gonna sing it. Like I'm like, oh, I know exactly what he's gonna do. Never yeah. once did he do what I thought he was gonna do. No, yeah. he would sing it a completely different way. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, I love Ozzy's spice and his just his little just the, the Aussie-ness of it. I love yeah. I love him, his vocals. So it works on this. By the way, most of these Aussie records, if it wasn't Aussie doing vocals, I probably would not like these records. Yeah, yeah. Because even Aussie's vocals sometimes get right to that limit of, do yeah. I like this? But it's Aussie. So yes, of course I do. Right, yeah. By the way, <laughs> did you not like this? You know who played guitar on this record, right? Yeah, yeah. Jim Cantrell that, played. That played yeah. this? That played I was this not a fan. Well, I mean... I don't not like Jerry Cantrell. Okay. Like I do I do appreciate his work. I think his guitar playing is fantastic. I just hate that he went on with Alice in Chains after Lane died. Okay. And some of his solo stuff I like too. So I thought it was interesting that he was the one chosen to play guitar for this record. Yeah. Um, and then this record being what it was. Man, Sunshine of Your Love should not be sung by Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> I, I didn't know some of these songs, but the ones I did know, I liked a lot. I liked the ones I didn't know because Ozzy was a part of them. 
Yeah. And the one track that I was worried about the most was Working Class Hero. That is one of my favorite tracks of all he, time. He actually did a decent job. And he one. did. And I yeah, liked it. He did. Yeah. that Because that's in my top probably 10 tracks in the history of music. I love of it. Of all so music. So yeah. much. It's I super good. It. Yeah. And I was real worried about it. And I think this is where maybe Amazon Music got messed up because like mm. John Lennon, Working Class Hero, yeah. Hero on the record. maybe On the record. Yeah. Somebody coded something wrong. Right. But yeah, I just took an Aussie cover record. You definitely over did. one, two, three, four other Aussie records. Yeah, yeah, and I am okay with it. I yeah. like I like the Aussie cover record. I'll take more Aussie cover records. I think I like cover records a lot more than I lead on. <laughs> so you know what that means. Me first and give me Gimme's draft coming up. That's that's gonna be one where I have to do an A side B side draft. Well, that's all. That also will lean more on like. Like, do you like musicals more? Do you like westerns more? Yeah, you, like, it's, it's it's not exactly the songs. It's going to be what, basically, what what songs you like before they covered them more. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a fan of me first and then Gimme Gimme's. I don't. I've I've only listened to three records, I think, because the other um, ones again didn't really interest me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott. So I took Undercover. So that's off the board. I know. I know you wanted it. No. No, I didn't. Not at all. Also, that wasn't like when you said that my plan wasn't, oh, I'll get that last. That was just in my rankings. I was yeah. Just, when you went with Osmosis first pick, I I have to go with my heart as well. Sure. So no, you, you made me be true to myself. Hey, it, look that at wasn't that. strategy. There was no strategy involved in this draft, which doesn't happen a lot. Yeah, there was gonna be had I got first pick. We said it, Blizzard of Oz would have been first pick for anybody. So what's your last pick, Scott? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I'm absolutely not a clue because none of these four records hit me at all. I mean, I'll share the recovery record with you, Scott. I I was thinking about cheating. The, there's an option here. I have a clause, a loophole, if you will. What is it? The compilation record? No, it's Bark at the Moon, the UK release. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same record. What's different? It's on it? not. Uh, it's got spiders on it. Great. <laughs> Great. Uh, it's got spiders and forever is a is another song on it. Hold on, is that what you're taking? I don't know. I could, but I'm not going to. Whatever you want to take, it's not. Cheating I don't want to take it's, it. It's cheating. No, <sighs> it's not. I, I will say it's not cheating because I had the option to take it. Okay, then I'll take the European release of Bark at the Moon. Okay, sure. It's needed to pick something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it starts off with Rock and Roll Rebel. Goes into Bark at the Moon, followed by You're No Different, Now You See It, Now You Don't. The fifth track on it, Forever, isn't on the U.S. release. So Tired is still number six. Waiting for Darkness, which is the closer on the U.S. release, is number seven. And then Spiders, which isn't on the U.S. release, is on the European release. Great. <laughs> so you miss, you miss out on Slow Down and Center of Eternity. Which I'm okay with losing, honestly. They they weren't my favorite songs off Bark at the Moon anyway. And we get to talk about this cover again. And we get to talk about the cover again. Man, what a wild werewolf not good. Ozzy Osbourne makes. Not, not good. <laughs> not good at all. Uh, the only reason why I felt the need to cheat on this one is because really the other four records didn't like, I got nothing out of them. All right. Let's touch on them real quick. Then let's, let's go in chronological order. The first one we didn't pick was down to earth. Yeah. 
Dreamer feels like Ozzy's Beatles moment. Like it really feels like Ozzy's trying to write a Beatles track with that one. Right. And I did not like I'm a Beatles guy. Mm-hmm. I I just did not feel it, dude. Most tracks on this record were written and produced by Tim Palmer, who mixed Pearl Jam's 10. Um, oh, lot, is that right? Yeah. A lot of the album I probably wouldn't like if I didn't like Ozzy's vocals. There we go. Yeah. Um, there's some moments where it slows down and I would hate those parts with most vocalists. There's some of those or there's added production like sounds and radio tuning in. Yeah. That this also feels fresh in comparison to his discography so far. Junkie could be a new metal track, to be honest with you, off the intro. The intro mm. of Junkie sounds like a new metal track. Yeah. No Zach Wild writing credits. And it's weird because on most of these tracks, I think I think this is one where Tim Palmer is also getting guitar credit. Oh, so, wow. Like, it feels to me like Zach recorded his shit and Tim Palmer went, no, I want that to sound different. And yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that either. It feels like he was too involved. In yeah. This yeah. There's there's no standout tracks on this one for me at all. Like it, I, it's just old rocker music. It just doesn't feel like. So it's six years since Osmosis came out, mm-hmm. and music has changed drastically. We're in two thousands now, and it just doesn't hit. Yeah, like it's it, it's so disappointing, mm-hmm. especially coming off of my first pick, which was huge for me. Yeah, and I think it's phenomenal, and then to follow it up with. This is this is a worse follow-up than Diary of a Madman. Okay, that's interesting. I Osmosis didn't hit that high for me, so it's hard to yeah, see it as a, you, as a fall-off. Right, but, but it, it definitely is for me. I think the album, it hits a couple cool riffs and a couple nice grooves, but none of it's but, consistent. Yeah. And without Ozzy, this would be a bad album. With 100%. Ozzy, it's a mediocre it's album. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one, we then touch Black Rain. Ugh. Good to hear Zach Wild again. I'll give it that at least. There Zach you go. Wild came back for Black Rain. I think Eleven Silver is supposed to be a Judas Iscariot reference. Okay, but the the song doesn't like lyrically doesn't hit that at all. Okay, and I was just like, okay, why then? Um, I not... knew I I knew I don't want to stop from video game. I don't, okay, it's on a Madden I think or something. Oh, all so right. I knew that. I like that song. Yeah, uh, not going away. I wish it would have. <laughs> it's like it's just it's not good. And this cover, I hate this cover. Yeah, it's not great. It's uh, what are we doing? Ozzy's getting dripped in oil. Like yeah, it, it, I don't know. I think I think the next one might be worse. But yeah, I uh, I like here for you. I like lay your world on me. I think this is a big reflection record for Ozzy. Like it feels like mm-hmm. he's reflecting on his, not only his career, but his life as well. Like it feels which, like he's really going through it, which might've been okay if it was his last record. Yeah. It's, but he kept though. going. It's, and so it's, it's, it's a boring record. Yeah. So then scream, which I think might be legitimately the worst album cover. I think it's I, bad. It's terrible. It's so generic. It's just, yeah. Oh, let's put, let's give Ozzy a flag on top of a mountain. Great. Yeah. What? Great. Why? Yeah. Again, though, I like the opener. <laughs> Let it die. I don't know if I should. I didn't care about it. Yeah, I. There's some frat rock vibes on here, and I don't like. There's that. a that's that's my problem with this era, Ozzy, is that I can see the five finger death punch dudes just getting down it's, on this stuff, and rock. I'm just like, oh my god, why? What's I happening? give it a pass because of Ozzy's vocals, though. Like I hear it, I I hear it, I'm like. Yeah, but it's Aussie. I'll give I, it. I'll give I mean, I 
get it, but he didn't have to put this record out. Uh, I actually love Soul Sucker. I think Soul Sucker is good. Okay. I think it's legitimately a great song, to be honest with you. Soul Sucker. Gush G on guitar does well enough, and but adds just enough pinched harmonics and squeals that I miss Zach Wow. Yeah, you're right. Like Gush G's doing a little pinched harmonics. I'm like, ah, oh, come on. Where's Zach? You know who did that better? Exactly. Zach did that better. Exactly. Some of the tracks go on a bit long, make the album feel too long. By the end, I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah. Not usually a good sign for an album. Exactly. I did like the I Love You All closer. Yeah. Would have liked it a lot more if he didn't go on to do two more records. That's kind of the the repeating theme on these last couple yeah, records. It, you almost have to take that out of it, though, because, again. You know, he's times, always coming back. <laughs> no, how many times did we think Ozzy was dying? I know. Like, how many times did he think he was dying? <laughs> he's just he's just putting that as the closer just in case just he does Just in case. Die. He's like, I, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, guys. I mean, right. done a lot of weird shit in my life. Right. And then the last one we didn't pick, Patient Number 9, the newest record. Even the opener here that I yeah. liked at first goes yeah. on too long. Yeah. It, it lasts too long. And the, the problem I had with it, the different guitarists on every song gave each song a different vibe. It, none of it was cohesive. Okay. I, I appreciate that he got to work with some of these crazy guitarists. I mean, he got Jeff back. I'm Tony Iommi comes cool back. It's cool that Tony Iommi came back. That's yeah, cool. I did like that. But Eric Clapton is on it. Uh, Zach Wild slow and himself. Yeah. <laughs> There's a hefty amount of auto tune on Ozzy on this record. Mm-hmm. Like I think there has amount. to be now. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah. And it bums me out. Yeah. But like, didn't the, this record won like best Grammy for best rock album? It might have. I think it did, and it won. It also won the best metal performance. Really? For the for the track with Tony Iommi. Like, oh well, I get it. But I'd, I'd give else? that one a pass because it's Tony Iommi on but it. What else was up for? That's where I'm at. Yeah, I don't know. That's where I'm at. I don't know. It's just it's a generic and empty album. It bored me a lot. Yeah, it feels like the record was created and Ozzy was plugged in. Right. Like it feels like Ozzy had nothing to do with any of this record, and maybe he hasn't had any to do with the last five. I don't know. It's a possibility. But this one really felt like because this is still Post's producer, right? I don't remember. I, I I don't know if it is. I or not. believe it is because I think it probably after, is after working with him. It was like, yeah, I'm I'm reinvigorated. Let's go make this one. Yeah, and it feels like he wrote a whole record, and, and then, then Ozzy, Ozzy just came called in. in. Yeah, Ozzy he, sent his. He didn't his even come in. in. He's just like, I'm on this old wired corded <laughs> yes. rotary phone. Just throw some auto tune on it, and it'll sound fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it feels like. I didn't, yeah. that that's my I, least favorite Aussie record, by the dude, way. Dude, for real, these last four that we just lighting around, I I didn't like them at all. Yeah, so I'm glad we both decided we didn't need to draft them. Yeah, <laughs> we kind of did. Yeah, because we, normally what? we'd be like, all right, which one of these would you take? No, we just nope. And usually, I feel great about stealing or cheating. Yeah, on, on a draft, but <laughs> I felt bad about it this time. <laughs> I felt terrible. About all it right. this time. All right, that's fine. Well, to recap, Scott. Yeah, let's recap. So here's the part where all the Aussie fans can get upset. Oh, they can hate us. I had the first pick. You did. I took Blizzard of Oz. That just saved ult- the podcast right there. <laughs> the Blizzard of Oz, The Ultimate Sin, No Rest yeah. for the Wicked, Bark at the Moon, and Undercover. <laughs> at uh, least at least you equaled yours out. I guess so. Like, I guess I had a couple big ones. Yeah. 
I went off Scott, the rails. Scott, you had the second pick. <laughs> you chose Osmosis. Yeah, I did. First. Your first yeah, pick, Osmosis. My first pick, yeah. Followed with, by no With all the other records on the board. Still. All the other records on the board. Followed by No More Tears, Ordinary yep. Man, Diary of a Madman, and the <laughs> European release of Bark at the Moon, which I'm fine with it. I don't care. Take it. Doesn't matter to me. I don't want those other ones taken either. Oh, my God. I feel so, so weird. We listened to a lot of Aussie, Scott. We did. Wasn't all you were listening to. Oh, What's your record of the week? Shit, I have no idea. <laughs> Do you um, want to get mine first? I have mine. I have yeah, mine. I need to. I need to. Look at I totally forgot about a record of the week. All right. My record of the week. Uh, you and I have privately been sharing 20-year records back and forth. Yeah, I love it. We're having a great time. Uh, for the most part, we're having a great time. So my record of the week is Eve 6 is It's All in Your Head. Man, that was good. Such a great record. I love yeah. Eve 6. My love of Eve 6 has grown also. Like, I used to like them, and then mm-hmm. it's still like, wow, these guys, are, these guys are fucking great. I really like Eve 6, and that record... Yeah. That record reminded me again how I I think I've liked everything they've done. I don't know if there's a record they put out that I disliked. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a really good record. I enjoyed it a lot. I think I think I might have mentioned there was one song on there that just didn't fit right yeah. for me, but overall, yeah, I really really enjoyed it. So, what's your record of the week, Scott? All right, uh, you went with a twenty year record. I'll go with a twenty year record. Uh, I'm going with the Ugly Organ. By cursive, okay. good, good choice. Man, that, that one, record surprised me. I like, I, I remembered the one track because we named our cat after it. Yeah. Um, but I forgot about the rest of the record completely, and yeah. I never went back to revisit. Went back to revisit it because it was on the on the twenty year list, and man, that thing has aged really well. I think I like it now more than I did back then. I think it was ahead of its time musically, and I think music has caught up that. with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really, I was really happy with revisiting that one this week. I agree. I like that one a lot. Also, there wasn't, there's only been a couple that we have been like, okay, it's not that great, but yeah. And I think we both ex- expected it yeah. from like when, when you gave me, what was that? That fire fireball ministry. Yeah. Yeah. When you gave and me that, and then I gave switch you foot. switch foot. Yeah. We were both like, Ooh, this is going to be a rough one. But then even something like like Blood Brothers, oh, man, I didn't expect to grow and evolve as it did. And it's still pretty fucking good. Yeah, I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. So all that's left, Scott, is for you to oh, tell yeah. me what we're doing next week. What album am I diving into for the week? What album are we diving into for the week? So third week of October, my my one spooky record that I get to give you this year. We're going with Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Okay murder ballads i don't want to give anything away so we're gonna leave it at that um i may have listened to a nick k record before i thought you said you hadn't let me look i think there was a like one recent and by recent i mean like six years ago maybe oh okay this is uh it, no it wouldn't have been this one i was gonna say it's not this one then was it Carnage that you listened to? Mm, sounds maybe. Let me look at these. Albums. It's just a white cover with black and red lettering. Oh my God. Why does he have so many records? He has a ton. I don't even see Carnage on here. Oh, because this is just Nick Cave. Okay. Got to go to Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. That might be it. I don't know if I listened to a Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds record. I may have just listened to a Nick just Cave. Listen. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I don't recognize any of these. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I'll think of somebody else. Nick Lowe. Is that a guy? Nick Lowe's a different guy. Yeah. Maybe I listened to one of his records. Okay. 
So no, I know the name Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, but I don't know from what. All right. Well, you're gonna know him from Murder Ballads. Murder Ballads. Yeah. How old yeah. is this record? Mm, Am I allowed to know that yet or no? It is from ninety. No, that can't be it. Yeah, ninety six. Okay. Ninety six. All right, man, you really have that pocket taken care of. Hey, we have like ten years apart pockets. If you've realized, any anybody in the which 90s. makes sense because <laughs> yeah. we're eight years, eight years apart. <laughs> yeah, so kind of kind of works out. Yeah. All right, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Let me close this with yeah, so I don't read anything on. Yeah, don't do that. Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Murder Ballads. Yes. Next week? Yes. Next week. All right. I'm excited because I think this might be one you don't expect from me. I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> you'll Once you listen to it, you'll, you'll get what I mean. All right. So what's the next band that we're going to alienate the, the listener and have them hate us? uh because we did ozzy we did metallica yeah. yep we sure did uh i don't know i don't think i don't think megadeth worked be... out megadeth, worked megadeth out. did work out i don't think anybody's expecting anything out of a nick cave review from you yeah we got a, so, we got a really journey oof that that would be a, a rough one for me so would bon jovi we should draft bon jovi i quit this podcast <laughs> all right <laughs> um <laughs> follow us on twitter at aol pod follow us on instagram at aol pod Join the Facebook group. Link will be in the show notes. Listen to all the Joyride Media podcasts. Scott. Yeah. Thank you for the podcast. Thank you for the episode. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you, brother. Good times. Listeners, thank you for listening. Always. Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Murder Ballads. Next week. Yeah, buddy. Are you listening? Are you listening? Mr. Crowley. I don't know. His voice is kind of weird, but it's so sweet. So, fuck you. Just a shot in the dark. He wears a couple dyed doilies and knocks it out of the park. Prince of Darkness, maybe not. I'm a rock and roll rebel. Just, no, you're not. Not anymore. And usually I feel great about stealing or cheating. Giraffes, we talk about virginities. That's just what we do.